This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. It's been a big year for Amazon, man. You got Jeff Bezos and his, his penis-shaped rocket flying up into outer space. They're, they're sending William Shatner up on the next one. Within the next month, William Shatner, Captain mm-hmm. Kirk himself, is going to go into space. Yeah, they comped him a ticket. I did see some speculation that Bezos may be taking him up there just so he can push him out of the <laughs> rocket and steal his toupee. <laughs> Jeff Bezos comes back with a full head of hair and no William Shatner. There's wow. going to be some questions. <laughs> elaborate, elaborate ho- heist, but he's going for it. <laughs> and, you know, just uh, just another step closer to being... Uh, being Star Wars here in real life, uh, Amazon has now announced Astro the Home Robot. Oh, boy. They are releasing a little robot that will uh, zoom around your house. It's got a, um, a screen. Up. You know what it looks like? It looks like my pool cleaner with a uh, with an iPad on the front of it. That, yeah. It has a face on the on the screen. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't look unlike Wally with no arms. Little Wally-esque, yeah. true. Little R2-D2-ish. Yeah, yeah. Cute. But that's how it always starts, Jim. Yeah, yeah. So cute. I don't know why you'd want one of these things. Basically, it's a smart speaker with a video camera on it that follows you around the house. They're, they're billing it as like a home security device. Yeah. But can't you just put in stationary cameras that do the exact same thing and... You, you don't trip over? <laughs> you can, but they're not cute. They don't have a little personality. Well, they're saying that it's like one of those things if, let's say, you have an elderly parent at home and you want to sure. check on them, or pets or something like that. They even have a uh, telescopic camera, like a periscope that can go up in the air, because this thing's only like a foot tall, and go up in the air and then look at the oven to see if you left a knob on or something. Oh. Or, the, or see if the curler's still plugged into the wall or something. You know, that thing's going to be used for some home colonoscopies. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. Okay, <laughs> squat over the Wally. <laughs> squat over Astro. Yeah, well, his name is Astro. <laughs> Two S's. <laughs> I swear, Doc, I didn't see the robot and I tripped. <laughs> well, speaking of privacy, apparently you can also block it from going into certain rooms. Because it's got a camera on it and a yes. microphone. And I'd be worried because, you know, you can hack into baby monitors. Like, what's going to stop Jeff Bezos from hacking into it, mm-hmm. going into your room and watching you? Watching you while you sleep. Yeah, or worse. Right. I, I, I just don't understand why anyone would need one of these things. It's not like you can do your chores. It doesn't even vacuum the floor. Like, I think the Roomba is a more useful True. creation than this thing. But, you know, how, how many people need a smartwatch? I mean, they're kind of useless, too, for real. When you have a phone, like, it's just the novelty factor, I think. You can be the first person on your block to own a robot. They'll be like pets. I bet you people who don't... Because you, you'll be able to program a personality eventually. It's like a Tamagotchi that can get an erection. <laughs> How about this headline? If you can't fit into the jeans you wore at age 21, you're at a high risk of diabetes. (laughs) So we're all like, who still can? We're in trouble. Everybody I know. There's a professor in England. His name's Roy Taylor, diabetes expert. He gave a presentation at a big conference earlier in the week. Says if you can't fit in the same jeans you wore when you were 21, you're at risk of developing diabetes. If you can fit into your 21-year-old genes, you're probably still in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. 
I I don't know. I I I would be more concerned in my mid thirties. I think I was in better shape than I was at at twenty one. My waistline isn't. My belly kind of is over top of my waistline. So I sneaks I, in underneath. Yeah, I'm definitely. Um, I'm a 34 waist. I'll tell you guys. Yeah. What are you at, Jim? I'm a 31, 32 kind of guy. Yeah. You're trying to get down to 28 for the wedding, though, right? 28 tuxedo pant. <laughs> <laughs> is it? If listen, if the tuxedo is cheaper, the smaller it gets, then yes. <laughs> but I think I think the lowest I've ever been is like a 30. Mm-hmm. 31 well that's not true obviously when i was a kid it was smaller but yeah yeah of course of as course. an adult i was i've always been like a 32 well I, 34 I feel, up and down I'm, I'm a little nervous for anybody's health who was 21 you know while the skinny jeans fad was happening because i mean i could barely oh, fit yeah. into those when i was 21 yeah getting them on was a problem getting yeah. them off was even more difficult sometimes <laughs> Like you couldn't take them off unless you pulled them inside out, right? You yeah, got to pull them right yes. inside out down to your socks and then... Sure. <laughs> yeah, or somebody's got to grab you by the ankles. That tight taper. Hold <laughs> <laughs> the calves. Might as well just hook yourself up to an insulin drip at this point. <laughs> you got some more car troubles there, Jim. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that I am uh, feel unsafe about, but, you know, my car is 11 years old now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a fine car. It's a Mazda 6, and it's treating me well, but... Uh, Doesn't owe you anything, No, it's just, I'm, I'm you know, I'm um, getting some extra laps on it right now, basically. Um, but, you know, the headlight, I have to keep my brights on all the time because my headlights don't work. <laughs> <laughs> slowly but surely things are just falling off the rails here oh boy and the other day i went to honk my no i went to lock my car you know the horn honks right and so i go to well, lock beep beep yeah sure i go to lock it and the horn just sounded completely different like so much more pathetic than it normally does so this is what a normal mazda 6 horn sounds like and now this okay. is what mine sounds like So well, I don't know if it just does it justice, but like I lost all the bass. Yeah, the subwoofer's blowing your horn. My horn's gone. Like was honestly, it a, was it a cold day? It was, <laughs> maybe that's what's up. But it's like it sounds like I'm driving around a gosh darn smart car. Like I'm, you know, somebody cuts me off in traffic. I give you're one the of these. Meat, meat, you're the road runner. Meet me. Kick my own ass with that horn. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna take it in? Try to get a new horn? I I didn't realize like horns run out of juice. I guess they do. I, I mean, I've seen it a few times. My my one buddy. This was in high school. He drove a truck and took off to the job site for the day. Parked it at the shop. Came back and the car alarm was going off. And I guess it had been going off for ten straight hours. But he was like far enough away uh, that it wasn't worth his time to come back, and nobody at the shop had the keys. So this alarm was going off for you know ten hours, and by the time he got back, it was like it wore his horn right out. Yeah. So they do have a shelf life. You only get so many blasts out of those things. I guess so. It'd be nice to have like a gas gauge for that, eh? Yeah. So you know if the horn, if the honk is worth it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You're not just honking all willy nilly at everything that goes by. Mm-hmm. You save it till you're, there's a real idiot driving in front of you or, you know, you're about to hit someone on a bike. You gotta, yeah. you gotta you use the horn sparingly. I'd actually, not, it'd be nice to have the option to have the deep horn. 
And like this, this sounds like a hello kind of horn. Like if you see your yeah. friend, right? That that's if I if I'm at the uh, the red light and it's turned green and you give me the like the heavy horn, then I'm like, oh, this guy's mad. Mm-hmm. But if you give me the other horn. I'm like, hey, thanks for the reminder. I appreciate <laughs> oh, the heads up. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at the radio station dial. Whoops. Uh, I should have, I was talking to my kids in the backseat. Appreciate <laughs> the, the little beep beep. Have a great day. I want to see you, Peacock. Time for sports. Peacock. Devin Peacock from Global News Radio Peacock. with us. Dev, uh, a boxer getting out of the ring and throwing his hat into a different ring. Yeah, Manny Pacquiao has formally announced his retirement from boxing. He's uh, one of the greatest in. Uh, of all time when you look at his record, and he really wants to uh, aim high in his political aspirations. Manny Pacquiao, people may uh, remember or may have forgotten, he has been a politician for the past 11 years while also boxing. He was elected to uh, the Philippines Congress back in 2010. He's been a, a senator since 2016 and now plans to challenge for the presidency in the Philippines now that he has retired from boxing. Boxing was really cutting into his political career because he had one of the worst attendance records in Congress <laughs> before he ran for Senate because he was almost never there. And uh, Jim uh, takes priority. <laughs> well, you know, you got to get your reps in. You got to you got to you got to make that cash. Uh, and but it didn't hurt him because he's Manny Pacquiao and he easily won his Senate race. They love, they love, if, you, if you've never seen video of Manny Pacquiao in the Philippines, they almost treat him like a god. Beloved. That's why it'll be interesting because uh, Rodrigo Duterte is a former ally of uh, Pacquiao's. And so now he has said Duterte has made corruption worse in the Philippines. He's going right at him. Duterte is not a guy I would necessarily want to fight in a political ring or a boxer ring. He seems like a tough guy. Uh, but Pacquiao's making a go for it, and if anyone can do it, why not him? Because he is, if not, uh, if he's not the most popular person in the Philippines, I don't know who is. Well, you know that the United States only has one option now. They've got to make Jake or Logan Paul president of the United States. Oh, president and <laughs> vice president. <laughs> How else are you going to prevent the Philippines' rise to world domination? <laughs> Good day to go out and explore Netflix filming locations in your area. This is kind of neat. Netflix Canada has uh, put out a website called Netflix in Your Neighborhood. I think this is to encourage tourism. Um, And there's a map you can pull up and it shows you where some of your favorite Netflix shows have been filmed. Cool. For example, The Queen's Gambit. That was a, that was a big show, wasn't it? Yeah. When I just click on Canadian locations here. Queen's Gambit was filmed in Toronto and Cambridge, Ontario. Mm, I thought it was England this whole time. Good for you. Good for you, Cambridge. Hmm. She was American, dude. Was she? Yeah. It's it's not the queen. It's not the, like, the royal. This is the chess one, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just, I... Th- she was all over the world, yeah, but was she was American. Yeah, okay. I was, I, for in some reason, I was thinking 
Yeah, I don't know. Should have watched the whole series, I guess. <laughs> Didn't stick with <laughs> it's me. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, not a lot of London here. Sorry to yeah. our London listeners, but I know the Umbrella Academy. Let's click on this one because I know they did a lot of filming around Hamilton. What do we got? Oh, Corktown there. There's a, a marker. Gore Park. Umbrella Academy along the south side of the park on King Street. You'll find the entrance to the Umbrella Academy house. Cool. That's pretty cool. The site of the former Embassy Nightclub. Number five also time travels through Gore Park, which eventually becomes the scene of an apocalypse. Fun. I don't know if that's a compliment to your town <laughs> when, when Netflix says, you know what, this would be great for the apocalypse yeah. scene. How aggressive are these swans? <laughs> that's neat. That's cool. Yes. It'd, be, it'd be sweet if you could somehow coordinate the scene on like an iPad or something like that. Watch it as you're at the location and then like really match it up. Like watching Jaws in a swimming pool or watching Speed on a bus. <laughs> exactly. Right? You feel really like you're feel there. It. Yeah. It would be even cooler if they gave us locations that were currently in use so we could go down there and show them how funny we are, Jim, and maybe they'd put us in the movie or oh, the TV show. Accidentally stumble onto set? Whoops! What's going on over here? There's a bit of a commotion. Oh, these guys seem really funny. We should put them in the movie. Oh, you know what we should do? Me and you cross the road with a plane of glass when the action <laughs> scene's going on? Yeah. And they smash through it? Oh, dang it! Wow, we might as well leave that in the movie. That was really good! <laughs> you think this guy's a hero or is he a zero? Is this legit or is it another one for the Taz and Jim Excuses Hall of Fame? Okay. Uh, last September, 23-year-old guy got pulled over in Iowa. He was speeding like really fast. Cops clocked him at 103 miles per hour, miles, in a 65 miles per hour zone. Hmm. So this guy's going fast. Uh, he told the officer there was a reason he was driving so fast was an emergency. He was on his way to the pharmacy to get feminine hygiene products for his wife. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> so, I mean, that's nice, getting your wife those when, uh, when a lady's in need. But, I mean, how heavy was the flow, brother? I mean, what is the emergency? Of traffic? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was obviously the, the flow of traffic was, uh, was small enough that he could get going 103 miles per hour. I mean, if it was a heavier flow, you'd think that he wouldn't be able to get up to those speeds, Jim. Who, you know, he, he managed it somehow. I don't know. Yeah. If only he had wings, <laughs> right? If he had wings, then he wouldn't have to worry about traffic, and there's no speed limit in the sky. Of course. So he would have been able to fly to get the maxi pads. Oh, always. He'd be able to do it. Always, always have a plan. Always ready. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an emergency. I mean, you got definitely, you know, you got to leave the house to go get it if you're out, but I mean, there is no justification right. to be driving that fast, bud. Uh huh. But if he on the way back, if he was still driving that fast, he got in a real bad accident. He's got a couple options to suture up some wounds if he has to. <laughs> uh huh. Or if he spills some windshield wiper fluid, you know that blue liquid. Oh, it always works well it with all, the blue. It, th those things really suck up the blue liquid. 
<laughs> whatever that is. As far as I've seen in the commercials, so... <laughs> This is like one of those things where he just tried to say something so awkward that the cop might just laugh and, you know, be like, been there, brother, or something. Uh-huh. It sounds made up. Well, like, unless the, was the pharmacy closing in five minutes? Mm, okay. Okay. Maybe. Um, he pleaded guilty, $314 ticket, suspended his license. The guy is still fighting this in court, though. Wow. Claiming that uh, that it was a legit emergency. Fingers crossed for a female judge, eh? Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.